Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everybody, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. I'm still hyped up over our new intro, Jack. You are, I know, sir. I know it's been a little while, you know, but but every time I hear it, man, it makes me... Man, it makes me want to <laughs> makes me want to dance, right? Get jiggy with it, as as the kids said in what two, early two thousands. So, uh, Jack, how are you, my man? I'm doing fairly well. Uh, had another interview today for some job prospects. Oh man, you're you're so. you're putting your name in a lot of different. You're you're putting your name yeah. all over, yeah, aren't you? Much. Man, all of these, all these gigs, man. They're like one of them's gonna pay off, and Jack's gonna be, Jack's gonna be rolling in the maybe. Dough. I'm not, be, I'm not betting. He's on gonna that. be <laughs> by any he's gonna means. Be, he's gonna be flush, <laughs> and uh, cigars will be on Jack in in perpetuity. That's all Josh cares about. Uh, is that the cigars? It is. Will I mean, be yes. Coming here, in okay, here's like the thing. milk and honey. Do I care? Do I care that one of my closest <laughs> friends has a job that? fulfills the the needs of him and his wife absolutely do i care that you can you know make a mortgage and pay your bills absolutely but if it means that josh gets a little bit (laughs) of that a little bit of that cheddar a little bit of that kashishe then even better praise the lord hallelujah praise god for all whom whom all blessings flow so i'm uh, i'm happy about that jack's in that same vein um so you know, I've got this this podcast editing yes. side gig yes, that sir. I do, right? All right. So I'm a podcast editor, producer, sound editor, things like that. Um, which, hey, you know, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but anybody wants to wants an editor or something for the podcast, hit me up. But uh, so I do this on the side, uh, and I've been working with a guy named Phil Holmes mm-hmm. for a while, a uh, cool guy, and we've got some projects coming up that he's working on that he wanted some help with. So I'm going to be flying down to Mississippi here. Uh, this, n- let's see, next week. Like next right? Monday? No, Sunday. Sunday. Ooh. Sunday. So Spicy. this coming Sunday, as we're recording this, heading down to old Jackson, Mississippi, 
And I don't know why I didn't put two and two together <laughs> until talking with Phil today. But you know what's in Jackson, Mississippi that I'm going to be hitting up? Oh, gosh. What? Country Squire, oh. baby. Country bow, Squire. Bow, bow. Mr. The, the illustrious John David Cole. Mercy. Esquire. Mercy. Down there at the Country Squire. If you all don't know what the Country Squire is, you need... Uh, I've been wanting to go to the Country Squire for a long time. Basically, what got me hooked on the Country Squire was that they have like all of the different like Lord of the Rings yeah. pipe yeah. tobacco. They've got like second breakfast. They've got old Toby. <laughs> They've got um, oh man, just just it, it it is so it's so cool what they do. And John David Cole, uh, fellow believer, great guy. Uh, he's kind of the head tobacconist down there, uh, and it's just such a cool place. And dude, I get to check it out. Nice. I've, it's been I've been wanting to for a long time. They have a cool podcast too, uh, Country Squire Radio. I think it's called. Um, and dude, I'm going to be like hanging out down there with. Uh, uh, hopefully, I get to connect with John. I haven't talked talked with him for a while, but uh, I'll definitely be sending so, you pics. Are you also going to try and do that road trip to go up to Nashville? Is this within? No, the- that's off. See. Yeah, see, this was the plan, and the plan did change. The plan was to head down to Mississippi, do my job down there, get them all situated, and then take another day or two, drive up to Tennessee, and go see See Ted Clark. Elliot Gould. (laughs) Elliot Gould. That picture that you posted, (laughs) he looks exactly like Elliot Gould in Ocean's Eleven, dude. Like, big time vibes right there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Another thing, if our listeners didn't know, um, I'm on another podcast with Ted. It's simply called yeah. Cluck. And if you listen to it, uh, you'll understand why. It's kind of just an inside joke. But uh, um, it's like a better happy rant. <laughs> Psych. Got him. It's a, it's a more enjoyable happy rant. Um, no, no, no. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, the idea was to head up there and see Ted. But that that fell through, unfortunately. I'll have to have to make a special a special trip down to Tennessee. Because here's the thing, like if I'm going to go to Tennessee, especially with like Nashville and the food and stuff like that, I got like I'm going to want to spend more than you yeah, know, that's two true. days. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to be I, 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 yeah, I'm going to be want to I'm going to want to be down there for a yeah. while. So um but yeah, dude, I uh, I'm excited. I I was uh I've never been to Mississippi. Have you been to the south um, in general, Josh? trying to think so i've been to florida but i know that's not really south um i've i've been to florida uh i think i skipped into georgia a little bit but no no i no i really haven't i haven't experienced the culture i'm looking forward to some barbecue i really want to get uh, and if our listeners have any suggestions of places to eat around jackson mississippi I need all the suggestions. I feel like I feel like this is going down there. I'm trying to remember is is Mississippi. I'm trying to remember. Okay, Mississippi is. You might want to do this, Josh. This is just a recommendation. Okay, you might want right. to check out and see if their po' boys, shrimp po' boys, oh, are what's happening. Okay, because po Mississippi boys. Gulf Coast. I'm wondering if you get kind of that. A little bit of that hit from the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and you get some of that flavor. A little Cajun, a little Cajun, a little, little Cajun. flavor. Yeah, 
little, little fusion going on there. Um, <laughs> dude, that would be amazing. If you got some legit, like, uh, marinated shrimp and a shrimp po' yeah. boy. That would be that we'll would have be to next see. level, sir. We'll have to see. I mean, yeah. I mean, we all know I'll be, I'll be marking you oh, like yeah. crazy. I'll be sending you pics. Are you gonna be? And, uh, is it? Yeah. Are you doing that whole Airbnb thing? Are you just gonna lock? Yeah. You guys are so just gonna lock yourselves in there and record for like three days. It ba- <laughs> basically, that's basically exactly what's happening. Yeah, and then we'll let ourselves out at the end to like you know to sm- breathe smoke the free break. air of Narnia. Smoke break. Yeah, exactly. Breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they rented an Airbnb. Uh, that's where me and one of the other hosts are staying, uh, and then we're gonna be recording okay. there also. So Phil Phil lives yeah. around Jackson, so he's just gonna be going sure. home every night yeah so um but uh yeah man i'm looking forward to some some hopefully some good barbecue mm. and then country squire man it, it's 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 almost like it's almost a check off uh the do, bucket list i've been i've been wanting you to check do it also out. have reformed theological seminary don't you don't you have a branch of it there yeah in jackson too you have that yep 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 that's okay. where phil yeah, works that's right yeah yeah i know he's yep. a v- so, yes. i know he's yeah, the, yeah. he's the vp of communications and marketing now yeah, something yeah, along yeah, that, I think that's those it. lines. Yeah, we could go check out RTS <laughs> and go, uh, go. Uh, what, dude? Wasn't that wasn't that Owens stomping? No, his was Western, hid yeah. Western. Yeah, that that that's where he was, and then he went over. I to think where that he was is going. the. I don't think it's the necessary stomping ground where Carl Ellis is at, but I know he's taught there before. Carl Ellis Jr. So <clears throat> it's gonna be a good anyway, trip. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, Jack, we should probably get on to what we're going to be talking about here. And uh, I... Okay. I want to preface this, Josh, for the listener. <laughs> I know I know that once this came out, I'm like, yo, Josh is going to hit me up, and we're probably going to do an episode on Because it has to do with the church, for oh, crying absolutely. out loud. There's this dude named Michael Todd. Yes. Okay. Hashtag Mike Todd. Um, oh, boy. What a goofball! Yeah. What what a as as a as a famous sports sports caster will say, he's a knucklehead. He's a knucklehead. That's what he yes. is. He, old yeah. old uh, old um, Charles. Old old Charles, old Charles Barkley. There. I mean a knucklehead. <laughs> um, okay, so for <laughs> our listeners that are unaware, there was a video that was posted. I'm assuming this was this dude's quote unquote again quote unquote. Lord's Day service last week or the week yes. before. It, 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 yeah, it, it, I know it was recent, yes. right? So there's this there's this clip going around social media of this this pastor, quote unquote. Again, I'm going to use these terms very loosely in this scenario. This guy named Mike Todd, who's the pastor of uh, Transformation Church yes. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He was preaching on uh, Mark eight. Uh, where Jesus, you know, puts spit and, and dirt in his hand and cure, cures yep. the blind man, right? An amazing yep. story, right? We see Jesus's care uh, for the blind man. We see how he incorporates the very thing that man was made of, and then he imposes himself mm-hmm. into yeah. it, right? To to bring the healing, to bring the sight into the man's eyes, right? Amazing story. So much to exegete. So much rich theology rich gospel centered um just 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 uh, amazingness that you can draw from that passage yeah. as a good mm-hmm. preacher right 
That's not what this guy did. <laughs> this guy, this knucklehead, thought, you know what? If it's good enough for Jesus, it's good oh, enough no, for me. <laughs> so what he does... Dude, I cringe so hard at this video. I'm like, please tell me he's not doing what I think he's doing right now. He has he has one of his church members stand Which, up there. Okay, side note, caveat. I don't know who it was. Yeah, go ahead. Apparently, yeah. it was his blood brother, his actual his brother, brother. Apparently, okay. Well, that makes sense because, like, even as a brother, like, and I apparently can't imagine him he being was able to paid do this to with get anybody up on stage other. too. That's apparently he was paid. Oh, that's, that's strike two. Apparently, so. It would take an impressive amount of money for me to stand up there and have done to me what was done to his brother. Yeah. Okay. So, so his brother, I guess that's a piece of information that I, I didn't know. His brother stands up there and his brother's looking nervous through the whole time, oh, yeah. right? Like, because he knows what's about uh-huh. to happen. And this, this, this knucklehead, Mike Todd is like talking about how he's making some, like he's going full Stephen Furtick where like, I don't know what he's yeah. talking about. Like it's this inspirational. Like sometimes you gotta you gotta get mm-hmm. dirty to in order to see the see the light. I, I, dude, I, I I don't even know what was happening. But throughout the entire time, he's cupping his hand and he's spitting yeah. in it like his own hand. We're not talking about this. Like Puh. it's not, like he's no, hawking it's, it's, loogies in is, his hand. He is snorting, snorting and retrohaling. And coughing up these loogies and spitting them in his hand throughout the entire thing. And throughout this entire video, you're like, no, no, he's no, there's no way. There's no way at the dude. It it, it turned my oh, stomach. Dude, I, I can't get when you talk like, about it, it oh. literally some of that imagery comes back and it's like, nope. No, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm tr- I can't remember. I think I was like eating a sandwich at lunch, and I just for some reason oh. like that video kept popping in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not feeling well right anymore. now. <laughs> anyway, so he's got all this spit in his hand. He walks up to his brother, and this knucklehead, boop, scoops <laughs> it out of his hand and rubs it not only in his brother's eyes, all over his face. All over his it's face. It's disgusting. And there's this point. There's this point. And again, don't want to get too graphic for our listeners here. But you see the strand of Lugie. Oh, dude. Going okay, from that, the dude's eyes. And then it gets stuck dude, in his beard. That, that's what got me. I said no. Nope. And it's like, it's just nope. sitting there. <laughs> and you can tell his brother's sitting there trying not to, trying not yeah. to gag. Because this was not a small amount of spit, people. If you watch this video, like this is major it, it league is a baseball. Uh, you're sucking on some some sunflower seeds. Like you've been chewing on tobacco yeah. for the last three and innings. You haven't been, and this is what and has been stored no up spittoon, in the cheek. So anyway, so he <sighs> does this 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 whole thing under the guise of. You know, it's a it's a sermon illustration, and it's it's just whatever. However, he justifies it. The dude got oh, lambasted, yeah. he got, dude, and he rightly got, so. Okay, here's what the from the both sides that I was thinking of the entire time when I saw this on Twitter. You know that round table meme where they're all sticking their store, sword in the middle? Yes, dude. Yes, I was yes, thinking yeah. every single denomination. Complimentarian, yep. ega- dude. I was seeing complimentarians, egalitarians, all saying, "Nope, 
Charismatics, nope. reform. I was saying, Michael Todd, nope. Saying this dude, nope. Nuts. Like, they're all sticking their sword and saying, Michael Todd, you nasty, sir. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. So, if you can stomach it, watch the video. You'll know what we're talking about. But hopefully our description was, you know, was enough for you. But he he released a video later after all the backlash um you know apologizing quote saying unquote. he crossed the line quote unquote. quote unquote apologizing right but but here's the thing and and here's why we bring this up right and this is kind of what we wanted to talk about in just kind of the 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 overarching issue here is when you abandon as a local church the centrality of the gospel when you abandon scripture and 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 I'll even I'll even go so far in in terms of the in terms of the the regulative principle i think when you abandon the regulative principle of worship meaning that we look to scripture to regulate how we worship that god cares how he worship how we mm-hmm. worship him and he has laid down in his word how he wants us to worship him when we abandon that this is sure. what you get. Yeah. Right? And I think it's important for us, especially as confessional Reformed Baptists, to understand and to be able to articulate well and to see the consequences, if not follow, of what happens when we abandon the regulative principle in our local church. I will say, yeah. Right? I will say the points that I have yep. are going to be a couple. One of them is you would have thought. After 2021. Oh, are you going to bring no, no, COVID no, 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 into no. this? <laughs> well, I mean, that too. I mean, okay. for crying out loud. Yeah, because <laughs> this dude got got COVID and literally whatever else his brother had. Yeah. Uh, you would have thought that we would have advanced our uh, hygiene tactics, people. Um, oh, but apparently, like celebrity knows knows bounds all right if you, if you want to make a splash as a celebrity pastor you're gonna spit in your hand and you're gonna rub it on your brother's face to make a point um besides that he made a little yeah, splash in besides his hand. the obvious here <laughs> the one thing that i was thinking of in 2021 yeah. you had the most eyes on podcast that we've seen in a long time with rise and fall mars hill where they talked yep. about manipulation, they talked about spiritual abuse, they talked about everything. And literally in that video, you could see everything that was talked about in 2021 on that podcast. And it was being like, nobody heard a peep about it. Cause yeah. you saw, definitely you saw Mike Todd manipulate his congregation. You saw him basically like, Tell all the all the people that were casting doubt on this little quote unquote sermon illustration. No, this is real. Like I'm doing this, and you can't stop me. When you have that right, kind of a right. personality as your pa- as your quote unquote pastor, um, you might want to rethink where you go to the, your next Lord's Day, <laughs> people, because well, that is a, that is like next level stuff. I think, and then the other point I wanted to make, it was, it's from a guy that I follow on social media. He goes, he posted Mike Todd's apology, but he says, but does he see the error of his irresponsible theology? This is mm, not, this is question. not a one-off or a mistake. 
This is a consequence of a pattern and history of biblical illiteracy, doctrinal anemia, exegetical malpractice, and homiletical impudity. What I see is a young man that needs discipleship and theological formation who has no business being anywhere near a pulpit or pastoral role. Who? Yeah. yeah. Co-signed on that 100%. And and that is actually, that's funny. I didn't know you were going to bring bring that up because that, that was one of my points is that and and there's no way I would have said it more eloquently yeah. than that but 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 the point is true this situation here right i think it's so often we can look at situations like this as just kind of these one off like oh that was weird where'd that mm, come from yeah. right it's very important to understand that this whole situation mm-hmm. is is literally the snowball hitting the bottom of the yeah. hill this thing has been growing and rolling and gaining momentum, growing in size for a long mm-hmm. time, right? And that's something that we need to keep in mind, you know, kind of piggybacking on what you were talking about with the rise and fall of Marcel. With any pastor or leader that has a fall of yeah. some sort, right? is that we need to understand that what we are seeing finally is the culmination of a long time of sin, a long time of spiritual malpractice, a long time of scripture not being the authority that is now manifesting itself in this specific way, right? And we need to understand that we we see this crazy video of this dude rubbing spit all over this guy's mm-hmm. face but I guarantee you that to him, that's just the next step in the progression of something he's been on for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Right. And I think he and and as what usually happens with these individuals, pride and arrogance take over. And we know one of the main things pride does is it blinds mm-hmm. you. Right. It blinds you to reality. It blinds you to what what is real it blinds you to how people are going to respond and he really thought that either he was too big to fail or he really believed in this crazy crazy interpretation of scripture and it's hardly an interpretation but it was obvious that he was blinded and he acted in a way that he thought, oh yeah, this is going to be totally normal and totally fine because whatever his justification mm-hmm. is, right? And that's what happens when we leave scripture. That's what happens when we leave the authority. And that's what happens when we leave how God has commanded us to worship him is we start filling in the blanks on our own, <laughs> trying to make stuff up on our own. And you see the progression, mm-hmm. Right. And it's super important that we as Christians take heed. I mean, it's easy to throw stones yeah. at this guy, right? It's easy to make fun of him. It's easy to 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 bash him. And and look, yeah, there's there's things here that need called out. Right? And there's things here that are wrong. There's things here that are stupid. Mm-hmm. And they need to be labeled as such. I think that's important to do. However, we should not think that we are above such yeah. things. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right? Because without the grace of God, without the accountability of our brothers and sisters around mm-hmm. us, without the the correct structure of the local church that that we that that we go to, man, this this could yeah. be us. 
right? This could easily be us, right? And I agree with uh, that guy that you tweeted. Like, yes, this dude has no business being behind a pulpit whatsoever, but he needs discipleship. And it's obvious that he has either not sought it out or it has been attempted and he has denied it. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah, it's just um, I I have I'm I don't know if I want to go down that hole or not, but if I look on their webpage, his church's webpage, probably yeah. it's going to tell you a thousand. You already know where it's going as far as what they look like as far as far as like polity goes, what their polity is, sure, what everything sure. is, just based off of that video. You didn't need uh, to watch a sermon series to understand that something wrong there. <laughs> yeah. And when yep. you have the mm, when you have this scope and the projection that you do as a as a leader in that kind of role, and you're getting away with that one Sunday. I'm scared of what you're going to do the next Sunday and the next Sunday after that. Cause literally this could go, this could go real bad, real quick. Um, Mm -hmm. and that could be just the beginning. I mean, he could say, Oh, I'm sorry. I crossed the line. But like, if that's crossing the line, (laughs) I'm scared where the next line is going to be crossed, you know? Well, well, yeah, it's like it, Sure, you might have, and again, we don't know if he said that because of yeah. optics, because he wanted the heat off his back, or whether he actually yeah. believed it. Like we hope he actually yeah. believed it, right? But again, going back to that tweet that you read, mm-hmm. nothing's going to change yeah. unless some major structure is dismantled yeah. and rebuilt, exactly, right? And it's going to require this dude to step down from his position. <laughs> And to get yeah. some learning. No doubt. Right? Um, and that's something that, sadly, we don't see a lot of individuals that are in positions mm-hmm. like this, especially with like really large yeah. churches. We don't see that as even an option to be considered. Yeah. Right? It's, it's more it's like, well, you know... And again, there's a lot of reasons why. Often, it's the power. It's the, it's the, it's the, the prestige. It's the influence. It's the the big paycheck right whatever it is um but at the end but again there's consequences right and i think you've seen in this in this little weird video that (laughs) went super viral around you're seeing just kind of the foretaste of what's about what's going to continue to happen if if this man you know and other leaders Mm -hmm. like him don't get the accountability and the discipleship that they need. Right. Yeah. I think that's the scary part of it is like, um, where's the accountability? I was just listening to another podcast, totally separate situation way and way worse terms. I would say as well too. This podcast was talking about legitimate spiritual abuse, pastors, not owning up to their sin, not confessing sin, or like delaying even confessing sin in a specific kind of high-vis church. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you just wonder where this is going to go. If he doesn't have accountability in this, 
where is he going to have no accountability at all when it comes to other matters of his church? Hoping that you, yeah, hoping that course. you would think that he has something to do with that local body, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that is, and, and, and I mean, obviously not, not making any prophecies or projections on this guy's career. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but it just in general, you can make some pretty good, pretty good yeah. assessments. Yeah. Right. Because we've seen mm-hmm. this before. Right. And I have, I can't recall a time where I've seen a situation like this where a pastor is kind of on their own in an island, right? And the entire aesthetic of the church is kind of centered around like one Mm -hmm. guy, right? Um, I've never seen that go well, (laughs) right? Like that's, it's never backtracked, right? Unless these dudes come to grips with and, come to grips with the reality of who they are, what they struggle with. And then there's accountability that surrounds them. Right. So without, without real structure change, I don't see this situation or situations like it improving. Mm-hmm. They only yeah. get worse. Right. And the scandals get mm-hmm. worse and the sins get worse. And by the, by the end of it, right. Like videos like spitting on a guy's face or oh, small yeah. potatoes. Absolutely. You know, you know what I'm saying? And that's the sad part (laughs) is like, we've seen it so many times. And I really do think again, kind of going back to, to, to to my point at, uh, at the beginning, we've been given a pretty good Mm -hmm. template in scripture as to how we are to worship. Right. And ingrained in that template is by necessity, it causes the preacher to be very mm-hmm. small and the entirety of the church service to be centered around the glorification of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And it's very difficult when you have that mentality in your local church and that structure in your local, in your local church for things like yeah. this to happen. Yeah, like I said, just going back to my first points, I just worry about how the local church congregants and members if they even have members at all hoping that they do sure um i'm just wondering how is he like how are those people being manipulated to think that like that was okay like that was acceptable to do um because it's just like man like that's just like not like I said, like everybody on Twitter, literally everybody and their mother was like, I don't know how you thought that was okay, but, but right. and, and I'm talking about people from a wide range of theological beliefs and convictions sure, yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah. You know, you know, it's bad when like the, the egalitarian charismatics yeah. are agreeing yeah, with the Baptists. Right. Like, you know, it, you know, you know, yep, you done yep. messed up, eh, Aaron, when it's, it's that bad, you know? Um, but yeah, dude, it's like, I mean, it's like that old adage of the, the frog in a, in a pot of water, right? And, and the heat just slowly gets yeah. turned up, right? And that's why we need discernment in churches. That's why we need the centrality of, of, of the word of God in our services is because, what happens is the congregants, the members, mm-hmm. like 
they have a responsibility in a biblical church Mm -hmm. polity right and that is to be that is to be good Mm -hmm. bereans to be filtering everything they hear everything that happens through the authority of the word of god right and when you're not in a church structure that encourages that and in fact discourages that and makes it more about a person instead of the -hmm. word of god things like this happen and the congregation begins to forget mm-hmm. how to utilize scripture. Yeah, and I think I think right? too, even just how I've seen church polity play out, when you elevate people to a place of power, and I mean, she's I would I would pay dollars to donuts that says if you tried to subpoena their bylaws to look at how their church is structured it would no doubt be, I would say, similar in the ways that Mars Hill and the congregation was kind of rift. That the congregation does not hold the pastors accountable. The pastors are not shepherding and holding the, the congregation accountable. I bet you there's nothing yeah. within their bylaws that say anything to that resort. And that's where yeah. I think lies the danger is you think you're okay because your church has an optic, right? You think mm, that yeah. your church is okay, polity-wise, because it looks as if we're biblical. Right, <laughs> because yeah. we're huge. Or because right? we have this appearance of this way. But I will say yeah. that just from the last couple years, you have to dig deeper <laughs> into what's going on if there even is going to be a culture in which your pastors talk to the congregation as if they were accountable to them and as and as if uh, the congregation is accountable to the pastors right right if that is not the relationship in your local body i would just start asking questions to be quite honest um because when that's not there and there's no accountability and and I'm not talking about the, the the elder team holding the other elders accountable. I think you can get away with murder with that sometimes too, to a certain degree. Yes, if that's if that's the only accountability mm-hmm. that the yeah. elders have, then yes, yeah, for sure. For, and and I've seen it happen. You know, you you, you end up getting like a good old oh, yeah. boys network on the on oh, the yeah. elder team. Um, and it's just kind of whatever we want to do, right? You need more accountability than yeah. just yourselves. Yeah, and I mean, that's the scary part of this that that I don't think people are talking about even more that will trickle down even more. And you'll mm-hmm. see that trickling down because next thing you know, man, if members start leaving his church and they and stuff like Mars Hills come comes back again. It is basically going to be uh, another revisiting and another, and then you're going to see a whole nother side of it too. Um, but yeah, yep. It's that is tough to see a congregation that literally you couldn't have another elder come up there. And just, just, nope, this ain't happening. Like, step right. in. Have the guts to step in and say, no, we are not doing this today. 
I'm sorry. Like yeah. this is not happening yeah. today right now. When that doesn't yeah. happen in that situation, ugh, I, I don't know. It leaves me to believe that there's he's getting away with more than just that kind of charlatanism, so to say. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say if, if he feels comfortable enough with doing something mm-hmm. like this in public, yeah. it does make me very concerned as to what is done yeah. in private. Yeah. You know? So I will say that. So yeah, church polity is vital. Accountability is vital. The regulative principle, the principles laid down in God's word as to how he wants to be worshipped, it's vital. The centrality of the word of God in the in the Lord's Day service is vital. And when we lose these things, we begin to see the consequences of them, right? And they can be subtle at first, but they snowball, yeah. man. And pretty soon you're up there getting your face all loogied up wondering why am i here next thing you know that's gonna be that's <laughs> gonna be I an get ordinance here? or that's gonna be a sacrament it's literally going to and be boy howdy. it's gonna be like like if that dude his brother right they were sitting up there just freeze frames and it's just yep that's me <laughs> i bet you're wondering how i got myself in this situation right dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and here's the thing, like, it's easy to joke, right? But this dude, Michael Todd, he yeah. needs prayer. Yeah, he needs to. He needs prayer for yeah. repentance. He needs to come under the authority of godly men. He needs to. I mean, he needs to come under the authority of ultimately Scripture, right, and God, and stop, uh, stop, you know, pulling fast ones on yeah. the Lord's day. Uh, his congregants, that church, mm-hmm. needs prayer because. Again, like that is that is some very telling and very sad yeah. stuff, and uh, we should be we should be in great distress in prayer for those people because mm-hmm. that was yeah. gross yeah. <laughs> in all sense of the word. <laughs> that was disgusting. In all, it was disgusting. Jack, man, get us out of I'll here. I'll tell you man. what's not disgusting. <laughs> what's not disgusting? Supporting. The podcast that is dedicated to the See, local church, folks. Yeah. That is not disgusting, See that? if you will. No, no, no. We call that <laughs> filthy. <laughs> filthy. That's right. It's not disgusting. That's um, filthy. <laughs> folks, if you appreciate our vacillations, our conversations, our um, shenanigans, maybe, if you will, our discussions of the local church of how people have messed it up and how it can be redeemed by God's scripture and by the Holy Spirit. Uh, you too can follow us on various different platforms of the sociopaths, That's right. if you will. The Tweaker, the Little Blue Bird site. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's winter season. I don't know when we go pigeon hunting in Washington State, but we need to go pigeon hunting on the Little Blue Bird well, site. I, I yes, I agree. You know, Jack. Jack, we should take a reformatory, a reformatory bird That'd hunting be, that trip. Would that be would fun. be fun. I do have my shotgun. Do the reform, <laughs> the reformatory out there with twelve gauges and, and camo, then sitting out yeah, in, a, in a in a pond in one of those little blinds. Yes, <laughs> smoking cigars, and we've got we got we got the little <laughs> all like tiger stripe camoed up. Yes. <laughs> 
not look, seeing a thing looking all like day. <laughs> looking like you're from Apocalypse Now with like uh, yes, Ducks like, Unlimited like, crap like, all over I'm you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like coming out of the water, right? All camoed up. Where are them ducks? Sheen. Let me get them in the... Gotta get them pigeons. You can, so, yes, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> little blue bird site. We might go pigeon hunting. We might shoot the little blue bird, next thing you know. Uh, hang him hey, up as a trophy. You know, wouldn't be the worst uh, thing in the world. The, the tweaker, if you will. Uh, the Instagram right. goes well with marshmallow and chocolate. Uh, also, the Facebook, the metaverse. It'll probably go down in the next 24 hours, next thing you know. Apparently... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this the other day. You're you can buy products. In the, I'm looking at this more and more, and I'm like, this is not a good idea, guys. Like, this is like art imitating reality right now, and I don't like where we're going with this. In any case, we've literally had like four movies, yeah. one that just came out talking about why the <laughs> Matrix metaverse yeah. is not a good idea, uh, which was basically just a meta like. That whole movie was just clowning on everything that's been done over social media. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, But if you appreciate our voice on the sociables, if you will, you can follow us at the tagline at Reformatory Pod. And Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they can support us even more by taking maybe the next step. And hopefully a bridge is there and you won't fall down a chasm like in Indiana Jones The Last Crusade. That's right, 100%. Yes, because... Yeah, snakes are horrible, and we are not we are not snakes here on the reformatory. We do love encouraging the centrality of the local church in the life of a believer. And if you appreciate that endeavor, if you appreciate those attempts that Jack and I make every single week to make you love your local church even more than you do right now, then there's multiple ways you can support us. One is prayer. We really do appreciate you guys' prayer, lifting us up um, and encouraging us in that way. Two, we do have a Patreon. And uh, for $5 a month, you too can become a Patreon supporter and have your name hallowed. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of the podcast. If you do that, we promise we will not spit on you. Amen. Amen. A promise. That ain't going to happen. I, I, you know what, Jack? Jack, I, can, I, I, I am comfortable with making this vow. Right, just like just like Jephthah made the vow, right, and then his daughter came out, right, and it was really really bad. This is a vow that I'm comfortable with making. If we meet any of our listeners, I'm not no going to spit on you. Will be involved at I all. I promise, hundred percent guarantee. You know what? And and I'll even stand like eight feet away so it doesn't accidentally <laughs> happen when I'm talking, right? Because I don't want to I don't want to break that vow. Um, so Patreon is a great way you can support us, guys. We have a website along with this brand spanking new. Uh, uh, intro music and outro music that we have it came with a f- brand new website hey, hey, who hey. knew Re- reformatorypod.com on there you can see our promo video there's a place for blogs where you can read some that have already been submitted and submit things that you would like to be featured on the blog about the local church we've got a store local church merch and I've got to say it's gorgeous mm. I really, really like it. We've got sweatshirts. We've got t-shirts. We've got tote bags. We've got water bottles. We've got stickers. Man, we've got a we've got a cool hat. And there's more designs on the way. But if you head on over to reformatorypod.com, you can pick yourself up some of that local church merch, get some of that Reformed Baptist 1689 swag, and rep the podcast in style. We would really, really appreciate it. We thank you all so much for listening. We will catch you on the next step of The Reformatory. <laughs>